This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Hello, hello. I'm Abhinandan Sekri. And I'm Nenika. And this is the awful and awesome entertainment rap. This week, uh, Rajshree is on the beaches of uh, Sri Lanka. And I don't know whether you're following her on Insta and uh, Twitter. She's very helpfully putting up pictures and videos of... Well, I hope she's having a good time. I hope so too. I hope that shark has fed itself. <laughs> well, no, Rajshree's joking. I, I, I know you'll kick the shark's ass. But uh, so this week we have watched Spider-Man No Way Home. Yes. Uh, and I use the word we liberally. <laughs> <laughs> so America has watched Spider-Man No Way Home. The Witcher season two. I have watched two episodes of Decoupled. I have watched a trailer of Geheraiya. Uh, and in case you're wondering who Nanika is, Nanika is a subscriber uh, who has been kind and gracious enough to co-host with me while uh, Rajshree is out because Rajshree is also going to be out next week. Well, I talked myself into this, so I'm very glad to have gotten the opportunity. Yes, Nanika. So you're, let me just first, you know, I have a few questions for you. Yes. Your Twitter handle is at Top Notch Quark. Yes. Uh, you're subscribed since 2018. You're a chemical engineer working with a private uh, company. It's actually a multinational that makes products like phones and <laughs> stuff like that, fancy products. And your Twitter status is everyone thinks I'm a vegetable, but I'm more like an exotic fruit. <laughs> okay. Um, in my defense, I chose that when I was 14. So I don't think it should be held against me. Okay. And you're no longer a teenager because you I have to have probably, you know, finished college. So you yes. will probably have entered your 20s. <laughs> and uh, you, your favorite book is Name of the Rose by... Umberto Eco. Okay. And Belja by Sylvia Plath. Okay. I haven't read either. <laughs> And your favorite movie is Contact. Yes. That's the one with... Uh, with okay. Jodie Foster. Right. I think I've seen it. But... It's a Carl Sagan book and then it was adapted into a movie. And she essentially is a space explorer and manages to go into the outer space. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's very interesting. It's a very beautiful movie. And it has, I mean, yeah, I would recommend it. Okay. So, Nanika would recommend that. And Nanika... Uh, your take on um, awful and awesome, you can be brutally honest, is it too much of an uncle-auntie gab fest? Oh, absolutely. But that is why I listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> At least she's honest. Uh, but no, I mean, the banter is definitely... I think you've had so many people tell you, like, write in and tell you that the banter is the best bit of it. And we have a lot of people write in and tell us that um, I talk complete nonsense and <laughs> I have no idea about pop culture. So I, that's that too. Well, can't ignore that. I am um, no. I mean, I like your takes, and I like. I mean, Rajasri always like comes in with facts which are frequently wrong, but still interesting <laughs> but to listen still to. Alternative facts. They're great to listen to, so I don't mind the fact that they're wrong. <laughs> they're interesting. Um, yeah, they're interesting and wrong. <laughs> they're interesting, so she's allowed to like lie a little bit. Right. Um. And yeah. Otherwise, apart from the gab fest, I mean, I I don't really need like inputs on what to. I just like need like a general idea. I don't need to go into the technicalities of it. And I think most of the listeners are not like author filmmakers themselves. So they're just like, they just want a roundup of what is happening. And I think the, and I think the podcast delivers on that. So Nanika, um, you are going to tell us about Spider-Man No Way Home. Yes. So do tell us what you thought of the film. Watch, note, not watch. And you're also going to tell us about The Witcher season two. But let me start off with an email. Okay, sure. Okay, let's start with this and then get ready because then you just have to tell us because people have to get something because <laughs> I watched nothing this week. Actually, I watched two episodes, but I will not talk too much about that. Okay. This letter is from Anonymous. It's really unfortunate that Abhinandan glorified bullying on Amit Verma's podcast. 
the argument of bullying making people tough is pretty much the same argument for why parents should hit children it's also strange that you think it was perfectly okay for your sisters to beat you up and bully you your glorification of physical beatings to children and at college campuses is probably the worst thing you have said you have repeatedly said that you don't change your mind uh well i've actually said that i don't always change my mind i have changed my mind on many things so I just hope people who listen to you are not influenced by this opinion of yours. Sorry, forgot to add this. I don't mean to attack Abhinandan personally. Only his views on this issue. I think he has been a victim of bullying and a very aggressive atmosphere, and that has probably resulted in him being so aggressive and having anger issues. How dare you say that? How dare you say that? But, <laughs> but anonymous. Thank you for sharing your views. Thank you for your subscription. Thank you for your support, and your polite disagreement with me. Two quick things. Uh, a, I will not. I mean, when I say it's perfectly okay for my sisters to hit me, I have always always said this: we are products of our times. Uh, I don't think today it's okay to, uh, you know, beat kids. My generation, I have two sisters, have never touched their kids. I've never touched them either. Uh, but it was okay at that time, and I don't think there's anything wrong with my mother of my sister for hitting us because it was accepted. I think what a lot of Gen Z and millennials don't understand is that a lot of things that you guys do will be deeply problematic. 30 years from now but that doesn't make you fucked up today by today's standards you're okay so therefore i think it was perfectly fine for my sisters to hit me at that time because siblings do that to each other at that time in the 70s and 80s and that doesn't make anyone particularly evil or good or otherwise so this whole projecting a 2021 value to a 70s child is unwise uh, and i would not recommend it because it is highly unlikely you will convince anyone of anything other than it will be an echo chamber of other you know millennials and 20 somethings and and uh, yeah i i think there is something to be said for tough love for someone who's my age maybe not for someone who's yours things change values change patterns change that doesn't make one person right and the other wrong is all i will say your views on the subject my reasons i mean you went to an all boys boarding school so were you mm. like were you bullied there as well or were you the bully there actually i wasn't either but i at least i don't think i was either <laughs> uh, certainly some people may think i was bully but i was on the podcast he's talking about because i was extremely slight i'm still not exactly you know 100 kilos but in school i was very tiny so if my defense to anyone trying to mess with me was i was cruel with my tongue i would just rip into a person which is what um, i think the current generations replaced it with right like they don't beat people up but they're frequently passive aggressive yeah. um and i it's just like i mean i went to an all girls school and there weren't as many physical brawls and nobody was beating each other up but i mean people were definitely cold and had the capacity to be passive aggressive which i think is also just as detrimental it's to toxic, like toxic toxic <laughs> that's a new word about toxic toxic and toxic ho gaya hai no no i wouldn't call it toxic i would again say that we were growing up like we were so yeah okay and arushi a subscriber says hi hello chhodiye jai mata di boliye <laughs> thank you arushi for the one line email when you botched that spell where you wanted everyone to forget the peter parker spider man we started getting some visitors from every universe hello peter you're flying out into the darkness to fight ghosts what do you mean you're struggling damn everything you want while the world tries to make you choose this is all my fault i can't save everyone now uh we shall learn all about this film that is bloody grossing some insane amounts nenka 
tell us uh, and also while you're reviewing the film kindly address that i for all my uncle age who will be 15 3 years still love marvel x men <laughs> but spider man films just get i, I have not enjoyed a single spider man film but i have loved batman not films not even the 2002 like toby maguire version no i've never enjoyed i is thought is it because like spider man is too much of a runt and not like a traditional hero i don't know what it is but i've just never i think nothing about the spider man films has ever worked for okay. me but tell us about this one um i will preface this by saying that i'm not a marvel fan and i haven't watched all the movies so i don't have like i'm not a fanatic so i think my views of it might if they're uncharitable it's because maybe i'm like ignorant about it uh but the movie was how do i say um i think the thing about marvel movies that makes them so special is because they're a lot of fan service the audience What loves service? to be fan service okay that means a pandering to yeah okay. so the audience loves to be on like an inside joke with the filmmakers which i think isn't necessarily bad it's just something that they enjoy i was watching it in the theater and anything like anything would happen on the screen and the audience would like the and you could clearly make out who had been there for long and they'd cheer or they'd groan or you know i mean it is clearly like they were connected to the film in a way like it's like they were friends with the people on screen or maybe they were just suffering cause of covid so oh, many people in the hall i hope not <laughs> it wasn't like oh. no, 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 no 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 i could i can clearly make out a cheer from a cuff uh so yeah so i mean it's clearly that's a lot of fan service people like being in on the joke so if mm. you're a marvel fan already i don't think you're going to hate the movie mm. if you're not a marvel fan i mean the opinion can obviously range over a wide spectrum and you're I, not a marvel fan i am not a marvel fan but you I, don't dislike marvel for that i mean you Like, I mean I don't hate them but I will not spend my time or money on them. Uh <laughs> So why did you watch this one? On a friend's insistence. Okay. And what would a normal non-Marvel fan think of it? Let's hear. Okay, first of all, it is pumped full of CGI which is I remember watching Inception like many years ago and thinking okay, the use of CGI here is interesting. But I think now they've just like gotten wacky with it where they're like it needs to be sprinkled everywhere. So it makes the movie look ugly in ways that it shouldn't and ideally you can use computer graphics in like an interesting way but unfortunately hmm. spider-man did not do that it tried to really play with it but it just came across as like contrite okay and this is written by chris mckenna and eric somers yes directed by john watts i see Achha. who has directed all the other spider-man movie the tom holland spider-man movies the past cup three of them the one where they go for this holiday yes, watch that yes, one yes 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 it's not the leaning tower of pisa sorry where they get stuck on this thing now with the clock the all of them are there i do not remember so, okay. that so actually i'm getting it wrong but yeah okay. so john watts has directed the third installment of this series as well mm. and uh, yeah the cgi was insane and benedict cumberbatch is like the sidekick there He is yes he's uh, reprises role as Dr Stranger there but mm. uh, he is also a little annoying like the plot makes absolutely no sense mm. uh like Tom Holland's clearly grown up and to see him make such stupid choices I mean he's supposed to play a teenager but just like even for a teenager those choices are too stupid mm. and the fact that Dr Stranger plays along with it so the plot definitely feels like a little as i said it's a lot of fan service but it's not a lot of plot okay now this guy Jonathan Colia whatever mm mm-hmm. who plays the you know the the go to guy for uh, iron man yes what's he so he's become this guy sidekick now spider man is like w- w- what is his role cuz iron man's dead right iron man is dead but that person okay so uh, no i mean spoilers coming up so you don't miss rajshree 
you know nanika said fuck yes. it i'll give spoilers no no spoilers i mean i think it's not even a spoiler but i think he's um dating aunt may so he's oh. just sort of in the story and that's mirsa to me is that yes her? mirsa to me the very beautiful mirsa to me can you manage to speak an aunt man dude that means i'm really old like she's aunt <laughs> she's may like she's 52 or something yeah but so, but when I mean, but you're not 52 yeah but dude when i was in my what teens of early 20s is when she had done that film where in the trailer which she just take off with the couch and she's playing aunt may 52 so clearly things have moved way beyond what i thought yeah <laughs> uh yeah so he's just like he's a minor character john oh so, so he's so it's nothing. not like he's this guy he's guy's... not moving the plot forward he's just sort of there no but uh, i've heard my niece went and saw it and she told me the whole story i thought in case i have to throw in some expertise <laughs> you know audience shouldn't say ye to kuch dekh ke aata hai nahi the first i actually contemplated see i'm so honest i contemplated let me pretend i watched it and let me hear the whole story so spoiler alert mera satome dies uh, and you i was like have... serves her right for telling him not to punish those seven guys tough love uh that's <laughs> funny no i mean first of all spoiler alert then you should have at least given a pause like it's not even enough time that's how it works <laughs> You should give it a pause. Like, what if I'm listening to it? It's not even enough time for me to unlock my phone and pause the podcast. So oh, now, damn. Um, so heavy least, spoilers alert. So, so that at least people have to work on their reflexes. Those who watch this, <laughs> you have to have fast reflexes. Or just like Spiderman has to work on his yeah. reflexes. So, sure. um, so I heard the full story. It's there's a lot of stuff that's happening. Like, yeah. When she was halfway through, I said, I thought that's the end of the film. No. <laughs> I said so. how much is left she says no no this is half you know there's the rest of the half yeah, i was like as wow I said, it's a the long the plot film. is very contrived that's too much happening there's too many people no, uh, so i know that he has access to the nanotech that iron man had access yes. to because the spider man i grew up with did not have access yeah, he absolutely. had to put it exactly. on exactly i think somebody even pointed it out that the spider man now has just too many gadgets it so takes away the fun how does so if this guy is not his sidekick how is he figuring out all those gadgets well, he's smart i mean again as i said the plot is contrived but he's smart enough as a teenager to be able to figure it out he's never gone to college but he is smart enough to figure it out i, uh, I wonder how he's figuring it out but good luck to him clearly okay so any other inputs about the film before you tell us about the witcher season and i read a couple of other mails well i judge movies mostly based on how how blown away i am while sitting in the theater and i was not so in my limited capacity i will say if you're a marvel fan you're going to watch it anyway so why listen to me if you're not a marvel fan you're better off watching it someday on netflix like some weekend when you're just tired and don't want to put your brain to work so you think actually people make their decisions on what to watch and what not to after listening to this podcast absolutely not but i'm trying to be kind <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not said without a hitch matlab ek thoda bhi nahi ki bhai shayad But I mean, how much do you believe people look at this as a recommendation podcast, or just like they're here for the fun? Yeah, honestly, I don't think people do it consciously. So honestly, I think there's like a bunch of films, like like what Deepika Padukone films and me, or Shah Rukh Khan films and me. You can say what you want. Hmm. I will watch, watch it in all likelihood. Then there is the other Ajay Devgan and Akshay Kumar films and me. You can say what you want. I will not watch it. <laughs> It's the ones in the middle. you know which may be a combination of say uh, yami gautam and mm-hmm. um, i don't know saif yeah okay not saif i'm being too <laughs> kind maybe y- uh, yami gautam and think of a nice actor who ayushman khurana yeah ayushman khurana you know that may tip me one way or the other Fair. or uh, uh, sanjay dat and uh, a preeti zinta you know maybe i'll tip get tipped one way or the other but 
Yeah, on most of other stuff, no, it doesn't. I'm trying to recall if there's something that I've watched just on the recommendation of Awful and Awesome alone, but I can't recall right now. So okay, in case you can recall, you can mail us, but we only read subscriber emails out loud. <laughs> uh you have to be a subscriber go to newsroni.com click on the subscribe button and pay to keep news free because we take no ads from either governments and you must have seen the governments are going insane advertising these days Do you know why because there are five states that are going to go to elections soon so all your hard earned tax money which you think is going to make roads etc is going to advertise on media so that the media is reporting supposedly to serve you while surviving on ads of the government paid for by you So figure that out if that's sensible, and if you figure it out, you'll know what to do. Go to newslaundry.com, click on the subscribe button, and pay to keep news free. Because when the public pays, the public is served. Check out our ground reports. You can click on the link in the show notes, uh, or you can just write to newslaundry.com/podcast-letters in the sense you can enter that in. And if that's too much for you, just write to email-podcasts-at-newslaundry.com. But we'd prefer it if you just click on the link. Uh, in the show notes and just enter your email uh, there and so it because then it restricts the amount of words that you will use and also by the way we have christmas coming up merry christmas happy Thank christmas merry christmas to you too away. yes and to all of you since you're going to be giving uh, christmas gifts buy gifts from the news laundry store cuz not only will you get amazing gifts you will also be supporting journalism so do that now um nenika i'll just read one more mail this is from mohit nikku bhai hats off to you In what world you look like forty-seven years old? I live in Germany, which, according to stats, is one of the best countries to live in. Mohit, I live in Delhi, which, according to stats, is one of the worst countries to live cities to live in. Uh, and I find whenever I and my wife saw you, we got amazed every time. We are thirty-three, but after seeing you, we look like forty-seven. <laughs> Please tell us your magical routine of food because we cycle a lot, eat healthy food, but still can't touch your aura. And last, mushk is not perfume, which you explained. Meaning of mushk is odor. Mohit, that's correct, but I think mushk means a pleasant odor. It it can't say अपने मोजे किसने उतारे मुश्क आ रही है. That's the bad thing. I think it has say मुश्क किसने अपने बाल लहराए हैं मुश्क आ रही. I I think so. I do you know? Can you shed light on this? Yeah, it's supposed to be pleasant bodily odor. Like not, it's not related to like anything disgusting. Okay, so mushk has to be pleasant. Yes. So, so it can't be यार durian किसने काटा मुश्क आ रही है. No, it can't be that. So uh, no yeah it's just genes yoga as baba ramdev taught me uh, and just don't do anything too much of everything in moderation So Nenika you've also listed the witcher season Yes well, two First of all what is I've never even heard of this is Oh my the... god I can't believe um <laughs> sorry <laughs> Something has changed girl World's acting strange these days. Maybe it's the end of days. I've lived through three supposed end of days. It's all horseshit. This continent was meant for no one. None of us will have any peace until there are no monsters left in the world. Everybody know. The war's just begun. Are you ready for this? So The Witcher was um, a book series written by a Polish author. I am Andreas. I'm forgetting how to pronounce his name because it's Polish, so mm-hmm. it's difficult. And then uh, the Witcher books were adapted into games, uh, video games by the CD Projekt Red, and they're all three very expansive games, like many many hours of gameplay. You're a gamer as well. No, I am not. But luckily. you were aware of this. And when yes. did all this happen? I'm just, I'm just so. The Witcher came out 2020. 
um okay. the first season and then after it i really liked it so i found out it was the games and everything and i have like people around me who play the games mm-hmm. so even though i haven't played the games i've watched like the gameplays on youtube um and it's got a lot of interesting characters a lot of interesting storylines so the author is polish but yes. the series is but the game the series is um, british it's it's it's, yeah. it's it's so it's european production yes it's a european production. production yes 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 it's not a hollywood production it's okay. a european production mm-hmm. um so yeah the games are very expansive and people are very clearly attached to the games because it's three of them and all of them are like very highly rated games is um, it the same genre of of these ancient queens and kings at war with dragons kind of thing it's fantasy for sure okay. but um, well i mean i'll talk about it so anyway so they adapted it into a tv show and the first season was excellent um the thing about the witcher is that it's fantasy but it does not take itself too seriously which is why it's interesting to look at so if you have like a game of thrones that is dark and gritty and supposed to be edgy and it takes itself very seriously the, everybody at the witcher is like sort of having fun but they've still managed to make a good show which is commendable um it's not a spoof like norseman no 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 okay. no it's not a spoof it's actually pretty good um so there're like a bunch of short stories that were originally written like 15 short stories and six books were originally written so a lot of the short stories have also been adopted adapted for the witcher episodes um essentially the witcher is a supernatural creature and they're supposed to be monster hunters so they go like town to town village to village and they ask people that hey do you have a monster i need to kill and they will kill it for you and they'll collect some money and leave it's like bikram or betal i mean you don't you haven't that, seen bikram no, no, of course i know bikram and betal <laughs> but, but you i watched with arun govil when no, i was that like, I obviously haven't. not uh, but, but is that what betal like betal did did he like go place to place and like kill monsters no, no, no exactly was, he just rode rod <laughs> yes Is it the same characters because you say the short story so it's not continuing it's not um, like it's not like well, one Well like there's one central theme one central storyline but each episode also has like one interesting turn with like the witcher which was played by Henry Cavill slaying one particular monster that he's encountered but there's also like a central storyline So the characters do remain the same Yes okay. the characters do remain the same Um but I'm glad what they did with Henry Cavill cuz I was bored of seeing him in suits and being a spy and here he's wearing like a weird uh, he's wearing weird leather clothing and a blonde wig and he looks good and he's covered in grime all the time so he looks very good <laughs> okay okay there he is oh superman yes he's the same guy who played superman but okay, i just googled him okay fine. yes right. so superman again takes himself too seriously but his character gerald of rivia he does not take himself he's seriously he's got the best body man he his body does. is just amazing he does he does mm. Uh, but he does not take himself too seriously so he's actually funny in this um comes across as serious anyway so the witcher was excellent the first season was excellent it's got great combat scenes lots of excellent sword fighting hand to hand combat and that was directed excellent like very very well um so yeah the season 2 is continuation of the same storyline that was started in the first it was 40 minute episodes one episodes 30 minute episodes uh, it's a, a, like 50ish minutes okay um And yeah so the second season is here they're continuing the storyline I will not give any spoilers because I assume there might be people who start watching it from season 1 so yes, I will not talk So nice and like people must want you to be a permanent fixture on no, awful no. Oh. and awesome <laughs> See no spoilers okay Um so I will not give any spoilers but yeah I mean if you're starting to watch from season 1 um so the season 2 also continues the same storyline what I really like about the witcher like it's completely like on the side but it's just it's got a lot of female characters and they're like they're not caricatures mm. so you don't have female characters with like girl power sensibilities or girl power like uh, I'm a woman so I must destroy everything or use my powers whatever way 
um it's genuinely got interesting female characters that have like that have their character flaws that are allowed a chance at redemption so i think that is very interesting for like such a large scale fantasy show it does not have a lot of nudity for nudity's sake which is also which is actually one of the gimmicks that all the um, which is the one new game house of um, game of thrones yeah, yeah absolutely game of thrones and there was one more which basically was there was a lot just a lot of nudity that so, yeah, gimmick was like it was nudity for no reason at mm. all um and also like a lot of game of thrones also had like a lot of like gore for no reason mm. or the witcher does as well but i think they treated it slightly more sensitively um so yeah i mean the second season also pretty good look so so the problem is like a lot of people who are very attached to the games or married to the books or the games whatever like have been in, known they about the witcher for really long this has not done justice or has yeah, veered yeah, off track they think that it's they've not been an honest adaptation of the books and the games but i feel like it's fine right they've taken the creative license to do something new with the tv show which is fair and good because the pro- like the product is a standalone like season 2 as a standalone is not bad i i watched it and i haven't i watched gameplays on youtube so i feel that they've been honest to the characters even though it, they might not have been honest to the stories the characters don't come across as like like annoying to look at so i think they've i like where they need to do a good job they've done a good job so i would 100% recommend the witcher i mean i'm a little season biased because two. i love it so much but i think you but should watch it yeah. as well but maybe i've discovered something new yes maybe let's hope others have as well and they shall watch the witcher <laughs> but you know since you mentioned it has interesting female characters and it's not just same old key i will destroy everything and you have also put in one of your blogs or in one of your um, descriptions <laughs> about uh, you like you know films or content that has interesting female protagonists favorite yes. movie i usually loves anything with interesting female protagonists so can you you know point out a few i mean i'm just trying to figure out what what do the young 20 somethings these days consider a good female character in a film in hindi or in english something that our audience and i may have watched hmm you put me on a spot now but i think an interesting female character that i really liked watching matrix I mean, sure I love. <laughs> no, you can't say Matrix. I, can't. I have made a rule. Okay. Say Matrix, <laughs> and you have to, and you also, and you can't just say, you can't say Matrix. I say Matrix like that. So, so, and, and you can if people are watching, you have to like this, Matrix like this. <laughs> That's the rule. I wish I could, but I'm not even going to say it because I don't want the hassle. So, but <laughs> do, do you think uh, the you know Neo's love interest? Trinity? Yeah, Trinity was yeah, she. Yeah, I like her. I I thought she was one of the best female characters. She's very pretty. I like her. <laughs> And she was kick-ass. Yes, absolutely. So what are the others tell me? Um I don't know. So there's this Netflix original called um Russian Doll, where essentially it's the story of a woman that is stuck in a time loop. So she keeps dying, but she keeps being reborn the same day, and she has to figure out how to get out of that loop. Um so that was very interesting Russian I think. Doll, okay. Yes, Russian doll. It's like Groundhog's Day but a morbid version of it. Yes, a much more morbid version of it and I think they really like treated her like it's, it's an interesting character. Any She's Hindi allowed films? to be. I'm trying to think I would like to say Piku but I don't think Piku is like a very lovable character. What about you know I I don't know I, are you bong? No, you're not. Clearly. No, I'm you're not. <laughs> Rajput or something. So they say that you know satyajit ray used to all his <laughs> all his women had very strong characters did did you watch any and do you think so or gulzar you know his films had very strong female characters whether it was andhi whereas tabu in this thing matches i have you familiar with any of these films no i hate to say it but no <laughs> okay um in the same genre deepika and happy new year <laughs> no okay no not quite <laughs> 
Well, we we will get to the pickup. Okay, we oh, we will. Okay, <laughs> let's get to it now then. Oh no, wait, we are doing that. So okay, so that's Witcher season two. But no, seriously, tell me a bit about. Okay, maybe not Hindi films, but you know, strong female character. Like, do you think um, as far as um, superhero films go? Uh, speaking of which, did you know Suresh Chandrasekhar had promised Jacqueline Fernandez that he'll make a like superhero film? I split. did. I was just reading about it today in the morning. Fascinating. Had that Very been made. Very fascinating. But uh, the from the you know feminist uh, you know lens uh, lens, and I'm not saying I'm not feminist, but I'm not a woman, so woman feminist and male feminist <laughs> that too. Someone who has problematic views and is my age. Uh, do you think um, Wonder Woman was a good one? Because I really liked the character. I loved the film. Uh, I thought that boy who crashes the plane, who is in love with her, was very good looking. Chris Pine, oh, beautiful. Anna, yes. And that scene when he's in the tub, Nangu Pangu, and she walks in, <laughs> and she was saying, "What's that?" And he thinks, and then she's looking at the watch. I just thought that whole film was really good, and. Uh, What's her name? Gal. Gal Gadot. Gal. Punjab me aisi kya? Gul Gadot. Sadi Gul. So Sadi Gul was also an amazing Wonder Woman. Wonderful woman. Wonder Woman. Wonderful woman. I have watched the first Wonder Woman movie. I think. Um, yeah, I think she was good. not quite satisfied. What no, no. Cap- I mean, I don't hate her. I thought she was interesting. I mean, I like watching. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's got a lot of female characters. She was interesting to look at. It wasn't horrible writing. I wouldn't hold it up as like the most feminist film that I've ever watched. But I also don't hate it. At Captain Marvel being the most powerful Avenger, you think that was a good statement? As I said, I haven't watched that one. You know, as Captain Marvel, even I've watched it. I'm so excited about it, and I'm so old. Anyway, I loved it. It was very good. You must watch it. I, I highly will. recommend it. <laughs> Captain Marvel, and also watch called Matrix. And we have to. Well, it's got Priyanka Chopra in it, so um, as an Indian, like full of nationalistic pride, I will go watch it. I'm kidding. <laughs> yes, yes, we shall, and and uh, we shall create any system that follows the metric system. <laughs> That's a joke that only mathematicians that have got. All you people who are no. mathematicians, okay, even the non-mathematicians, I thought it was very high flying <laughs> metric system. Okay, so then there was this film that dropped its trailer this week. Yes. पर आदत है हमें रोका है खुद को लेकिन हम रह सके सो या गहराइया रिलीज्ड इट्स टीजर इट्स नॉट अ फुल ट्रेलर येट करेक्ट But it's directed by Shakun Batra. It stars uh, Deepika Padukone and Siddhant Chaturvedi, who was also in Gully Boy. Yeah, but should I know the director? You said Shakun Batra. Have you watched Kapoor and Sons? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh it's the same guy who directed Kapoor Dude, and Sons. That was my favorite film of that year. Oh, it really? Was so well done. It's a good film. It's yeah. a good film. Um, and also, Ek Me Aur Ek Tu, starring Kareena Kapoor and Imran Khan. I could never watch that film, no matter who recommended. Yeah, it. it was Shakun Batra. I think that was Shakun Batra's debut. and mm. he definitely did a significantly better job with kapoor and sons mm. uh shakun patra's movies are interesting the only problem is the characters are just too good looking mm. like i need the people to be a little bit ugly for it to be believable like i'm like it's a great story but i'm not sure if it could happen to anyone around me so from the trailer i figured it's a bit like um a kank no not kank which is the one where rani mukherjee is married to 
one party and uh, Preeti Zinda is married to the other party, Abhishek Bachchan, and then they like. Kabi Alvida na kya na? I haven't watched that, so uh, no comments now, on that. I don't know if they fall in love with each other's spouses, but this seems similar from to the that. Tra- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, you could guess the, the plot. And the sim and and the, um, the teaser also has kind of hints of that other film that was a. It was a film. Uh, it was an American. It was a Hollywood production, which was like two, three different love stories that kind of merge into love one actually. At the end. That's the one. Yeah. So I mean, just the the treatment of the trailer. I don't know. If, I'm mm, just confusing so, things. So I mean, if you look closely, I think you can pretty much figure out the plot. But it's just like again, you keep mentioning millennial and Gen Z, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I feel like it's very significantly a millennial love story, where you know, like miscommunication and general anodonia drives the plot forward, and it's a significant amount of the plot. Well, you know, like um, how Sari. Have you heard of the author Sari Rooney? No. So she wrote this best-selling novel called Normal People, which is essentially about two, like, call it something, 20-year-olds being in love. And it's just, again, it's a very millennial story of people, like, uh, trying to figure out love amidst, like, so much miscommunication and mental health issues. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like uh, this Gehraiya also is going to be, like, similar because I feel like this whole Sari Rooney, Pratik Kohar, I feel like the millennial imagination regarding love is very limited. So they're making a lot of movies of that genre, I think similar with like whatever Ayan Mukherjee does with his films. I could say also Imtiaz Ali, but I think his stuff is a lot more whimsy. Not that that's a good thing, but... Kat, you know, I just think we found a replacement to me no. on this show. Because oh from that 20-second trailer, all I got was... I was getting to that. I was getting to that. It was going over my head. And the second thing I gathered was... So, you know, you're feeling slightly better. And I was saying, trailer say, and you used like three words I didn't even know. Very good. We, we found replacement no, for no, Absolutely not. Hmm. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I was going to say that even though I'm not a huge fan of this genre of like, indie mumblecore movies what is that mumblecore as in like you know just like not very i don't know how to describe mumblecore that is mumble the word like mutter, mumble, mumble yeah muttering muttering and core 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 is just like you know like a aesthetic like a idea okay mumblecore <laughs> four new words today hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, i'm not a huge fan of that but i will watch the movie because i've been in love with the picka since 2007 Hannah? when i watched her on the screen for the first time i which one is that uh, om shanti om her Achha. debut her hindi debut and i watched it and i was like i'm never going to see a more beautiful woman hmm. which is true she is very beautiful very and to see her like two hours seeing her being beautiful i mean i love two beautiful people like kissing each other why would i not watch why it would not? good point uh so i will like once i watch it i'm sure i will judge it harshly but i will watch it okay so uh, we will see that next year uh, then we have another couple of emails this one is from hitesh so Hitesh says, I love your show. I would love to co-host the show someday and we can discuss good LGBTQ shows. So our wonderful producer Jude is going to figure this out, Hitesh. Since you are a queer man, I think you can add value because I have often been told on that I'm tone deaf. Um, so yeah, you can educate us all a little bit. So being a queer man, I didn't like the movie Chandigarh Karayashiki. Chandigarh Karayashiki, a cis woman playing a trans character is dumb. I want Ayushman to stop doing LGBTQ movies. Even SMZS was b- badly done. What is SMZS? SMZS must be the abbreviation of... Shubhmangal Zada Oh, right. Well done. 
इट वॉज फुल ऑफ स्टीरोटाइप्स एंड वॉज बैडली डन अभिनंदन लव एल ओ वी एल ओ ई वी इज अ गे थीम्ड मूवी दैट्स सम वन रिफर्ड ओ आई थिंक इज अ टाइपो एंड आई वॉज बेसिकंग दॉज अ सॉन्ग जब से तुमको देखा जीते हैं मरते हैं तुम ही अब बतलाओ इसको क्या कहते हैं एल ओ वी लव एल ओ सो आई वॉज सेंग दैट इन दिस इसको क्या कह एल ओ लव सो इट वॉज अ बैड अंकल जोक बट आई जस्ट बिन टोल्ड इट्स नॉट अ टाइप ओ इट्स एक्चुअली एल ओ वी लव इट्स अ गे थी मूवी दैट समन रिफर्ड यू टू वॉच आई पर्सन इंडियन लाइक इट बट देर आर सम वेरी गुड एल जी बी टी क्यू थी मूवीज इन शोज ऑन नेटफ्लिक्स एंड लव जस्ट गोज unnoticed goes unnoticed okay but you personally so hitesh uh, we shall have you on the show i think uh, you will add some value but there is a counter view hitesh also of a queer man uh, who is a long time subscriber uh, and i dare say even a friend and he's a professor uh, who teaches in a university in the us right now harjant di uh, abhinandan rajshri your long time listener subscriber writing into the few thoughts about chandigarh 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 kare ashiki In spite of the valid criticisms regarding not casting a trans actor, okay, these are valid criticisms. In the lead role, this is a fun little film that captures the provincial culture of Chandigarh, my hometown, so well. Ayushman Khurana does a great job portraying the typical Punjabi kaka ji, and kaka ji is in inverted commas a young privileged man in his early thirties, obsessed with bodybuilding and appearances while shirking all other responsibilities. I know so many youngish Punjabi men who fit into this mold. Harjan, I so do I because Chandigarh has too many of such people. Because what do they do? Khetti body. So do you do khetti body? Nee, not labour, not khetti body. So it's an embodiment of this newest form of masculinity where men continue to glorify the brawniness of Punjabi manhood while feeling desperately, deeply insecure about their place within an increasingly cosmopolitan and transnational world they inhabit. Also, the music feature in the film is really fun. All bhangra, of course. The jokes and quips are bang on. For example, the thirty-five sector gym where they work out is called Juts Flex It. <laughs> Good one. That is like we're you know just do it. Juts Juts like Jut Six. There are other throwaway comments like characterizing someone as being from sector four with money majra, which only locals will appreciate. I loved the attention to detail and the commitment to. showcasing authentic chandigarh culture in this film shot primarily in the city beautiful watching chandigarh kare ashiki in movie theater last night here in washington dc made me incredibly nostalgic and homesick i hope you watch and review the film harjan will be reviewing chandigarh kare ashiki and matrix <laughs> matrix and matrix like that you have to say it. okay and uh, gehraiyan so the next year first two episodes are taken care of there's so much to do Now this is interesting. What I find, Harjant finds that problematic that it was being played, but he loved the film possibly because he's from Chandigarh and is in Washington, so it tugs at your heartstrings. Whereas Harish did not get any such. So I think these kind of things make a difference. What do you think of film? What do you think? Well, absolutely, being able to portray like the culture of a city well um, is, and a city like Chandigarh, which is like it's got so many people. But still, like it, like Chandigarh doesn't have any personality markers of its own. So, be to be able to carry it to screen very well is definitely a challenge. And if from somebody from Chandigarh enjoyed it, then I think they must have done a good job. I haven't watched the movie yet, so yeah, me neither. But I will watch it because I really do want to. Uh, where did you grow up? Um, I was born in Gujarat, then Rajasthan, then Haryana, then Chandigarh, then I went to college in Punjab, 
then i worked in gujarat and goa and then i came back to delhi wow you've been all over man yes. that's pretty cool and uh, how is chandigarh what do you think of chandigarh uh, a great city i lived close to mani majra actually oh you did <laughs> Uh yes uh nice city i mean it's very clean it's very uh, organized i mean it's what a city should look like but also like people leave there's not like a lot to do so people eventually leave and you're right about that khetiwadi thing mm. it's a lot of like people with generational wealth living there so there's yeah. not a lot to do in the city like it doesn't have a lot of personality if it's owned by it's definitely fun to be there in fact when i was young yes and on one eventful outing in chandigarh i concluded that there are more chemicals being consumed in chandigarh than in bombay and absolutely. delhi put together absolutely i was like dude you guys got to be fucking kidding me man. <laughs> this this is insane so out of all the cities goa delhi gujarat which city was it jamnagar and bhavnagar okay jamnagar bhavnagar um and delhi of course and chandigarh which is your favorite delhi has a lot of character goa hmm. is very beautiful um chandigarh is peaceful to live in and pune has great weather Oh yeah, Pune is a student city. You were studying there? No, no, I was working there briefly. Oh, working. But it's a but a young. I mean, yeah, yeah, it so is a young. Were, so yeah. you were like student age, but it's a perfect for students. It's a great. It is a great city. city for students. Yes. Yeah, even I thought so. Although now the traffic jams there scare me. I mean, two cities that have changed so much from when I went there first are Bangalore and Pune. And Bangalore Dehra. definitely. And Dehradun, of course. But yeah. So let's read another couple of mails, and then we should. Did you watch uh, Decoupled? I did. <laughs> Oh great so we can get your view and then you can know I'll give you a bit of my view I'll give a teaser sure. and next week which there won't be a next week uh because we can't record next week but the first awful and awesome of next year Rajshree and I will give you our views so today you will get a young persons you have decoupled and next next week you will get old people's you have decoupled so this email is from Rakshit greetings miss sen and mr sekri as always love your hilarious banter and your takes on various pop culture issues We also talk about issues. Did you know that, Neha? <laughs> I've been listening. Yes. Thanks for introducing me to Fourteen Peaks and suggesting goodness gracious me, Mr. Sekri. Can deny all you want, but Miss Sen is right. This podcast is a solace for a lot of us. Considering your conversations on Closer by Dave Chappelle, I would love to recommend and know your thoughts on Sorry by Louis C.K. Awful and awesome as my go-to companion for long trips along with my painting time. Oh, you're a painter. Okay. I would love to send you one of my paintings. Kindly let me know how. Okay, Rakshit. Uh, what we'll do is. I wonderful producer Jude will get in touch with you and I have a wicked plan with your painting. So we will get in touch and I will tell you what we will do with your painting. Not only will you send it to us, we will also share it with the rest of our subscribers. So it better be good dude, like don't make me look bad. Like don't make a stick figure with like a mooch and say hey dekh tu aaye chutiya banaye bada maza aaya type. Don't do that shit. And selfishly I would love if you can check out one of my own movie reviews on YouTube. The link is here. I shall watch it and me and Rajesh will both give you your feedback next year. and geeta has only done a three line email hi bhanandan ji and rajshree ji thank you geeta ji i'm a regular listener of awful and awesome i always wanted to know how abhinandan felt while interviewing lawyer manohar in nirbhaya case and also why rajshree likes saif so much i love you both and manisha meghnad too proud of being an nl subscriber yo geeta proud of you proud of the fact that you guys keep news on your float and and make sure that we survive but i uh, felt I felt in various points of time I felt disgust at him and his thoughts especially when he kind of justified the rape of a child I felt uh, very sorry for him at time because at least what I saw was a man who was pathetic in the sense of what not as a curse but he was just really pathetic so he was trying to find relevance somehow but a lot of people have said didn't you feel like getting up and hitting him or so angry that you wanted to like slap him 
no i that that never it's very rare for that to happen when i'm dealing with people who i'm not you know invested in as a professional as a coworker as a family member as a good friend so i will only lose my temper with people who i'm invested in otherwise if you know someone is saying something to me or doing in fact when he asked me that if someone hits your car aap kya usne aapko maa ki gaali di aapne usko mara nahi maine kaha nahi mujhe gussa nahi aaya so then you are not a man only you are not a man if the man who abused your mother you main hota uski main gardan kaat deta cuz that you know when he says that i i felt nothing but yeah it was very sad and when i look back at it it's like it's grotesque people have such views so do but you have to ask um hmm. so you're a journalist right you must run into people at at some point hmm. <laughs> but you must run into people that have like polar opposite views or so on and so forth so how do you deal with like dis- like do you come across disgust as an emotion when you see somebody with like really strange world view do you like in this case did you, you feel f- disgust of course you feel very disgusted and how uh, do you deal with that do you like do you think it affects you or do you manage to shut it off no it doesn't bother me at all like not at all i'm yeah i'm back i don't even think about it but also with him i was sitting it was like a one hour interview there's some people you just do like a at least back in the day when i used to report sometimes you do 10 15 minute interview and you're out next day shooting then so it doesn't yeah, matter you come matlab no but i will say that um i think i i only got like very soft stories to do when i was young some of the you know young journalists who work for me they cover very you know gruesome hideous stuff. gruesome rape and and uh, you know if you're a young girl and you're covering that and and when i was there we did you know after news track we did a daily bulletin so you went you shot for 2 3 hours in the morning by afternoon you did a script by evening you edited and by night it was already on air so you don't have time to process it that much now you know they go spend time with the family they spend yeah. time looking for the body so they have an emotional it, connection yeah, with so uh, it really impacts them uh, so i think the kind of pressure the, the mental pressure the psychological pressure that some of the youngsters uh, face while doing these stories is way more than what i faced So on that note tell us about decoupled in case you don't know what decoupled is it is a series which some people are comparing to a show which i haven't watched called kirby enthusiasm it is written and created by manu joseph which comes prominently and it's clearly been factored in that it has to come right there created and written by manu joseph it is starring chetan bhagat who i kind of like <laughs> and he's very sweet uh, i think everyone's very mean to him and i always maintain that i think people are mean to him for no reason i mean i'm not saying he's you know who's the you know writer he's not a salman rushdie or he's not a vikram seth or you know he's he's not even a i don't know what other indian writers who get a lot of is it okay if i'm slightly rude no, no. are you okay. kidding have you ever heard this show <laughs> but, <laughs> but i don't know if i have the freedom or not uh and it is an eight or 10 part series starring eight part, eight madhavan part. yes uh sarveen chavla the beautiful sarveen chavla yeah and uh yeah so that is and it's about basically a couple in their middle age kind yes. of separating Now, what did you think of it? Watching the couple is like watching a street brawl, where you're like, I should not be watching it, but you also can't look away, because, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's no better way to describe it. I okay, will say well though, described. they were just in the description. They were like, this is a misanthropic divorce person, and they delivered on a misanthropic divorce person. Like, if I put all my imagination to use, I don't think I could come up with a more dis- misanthropic divorce person. So, props to Manu Joseph on that. He delivered on what he promised. Um the thing about decoupled is I will say it is painfully unaware like to the creators of the show I think it feels like a glorious tale of a slightly bumbling fool who's a hero but if I when I looked at it it just seemed like a crisis of masculinity <laughs> uh I I'm I'm being slightly harsh because I'm not very fond of Manu Joseph 
um but yeah but i want to hear what you have to say about it before i go further i've only watched two episodes the first two i thought um it's clumsily written and i think it's clearly been written by a novelist oh, yeah. and not by a screenplay writer and i think uh, by the way i have uh, the highest respect for manu as a writer uh, i don't agree with his columns i think he's just provocative and contrarian for no reason yeah, and yeah. sometimes it's for attention yeah. or what yeah. but uh, some of his pieces make a point which very few people dare to make and often he kind of makes them in a way that is rational even if i don't agree with them he's the only one who can sometimes do that i think uh, some of his other writing is uh, pretty pretty darn good he but i think this this desire to provoke is uh, diminishes him and i think because he you know knowing manu would not let anyone else touch his writing yeah. so i guess he said no screenplay writer look at this so i think the script whatever else i thought of it while it picks up little curious things around us in interesting ways and he notices them what he does with them in the writing is really clumsy and maybe that could have been fixed had a professional dialogue writer or screenplay writer because in a novel you can write so tell me neharika are you aware that the last i don't know okay i'm fucked up i i, I can't even think of a sentence but you know j- just the way you can write a sentence in a novel i don't talk to you like that yeah so that has clearly been written by a novelist so yeah. that i think was really weak and that kind of puts you off right at the beginning yeah. because the first yeah. conversation in the car is not dialogue writing yeah absolutely not it's article writing and other than that i just thought there was i just thought it was a vehicle to put you know ideas through which are so clever just to self consciously oh, yes. i'm so smart i feel that same i said right he wants to come across as a hero so bad uh but do you feel it felt like i do not know manu joseph personally but it felt like it felt like it's a self insert of sorts where you know he has tried to make himself glorify himself on screen through the character that our madhavan is playing i i mean for any writer especially for one who's writing his first major screenplay yeah. i think there's an inevitability to that yeah so i definitely see that being the vehicle the for manu here. to put his thoughts but He's done that in many of his novels as well just oh. so you know. Okay so I haven't read any of his novels I've read some of the articles so. Okay so I mean he does that in many through many characters he'd put a line out which I know is something that you'd see you yeah <laughs> and he's just put it in the character. Yeah I mean the character definitely feels like uh, it's Manu talking about himself or portraying himself on screen. Um but yeah as I said like uh, he tries like the character tries to be you know the lovable asshole the quintessential the guy who fucks up but still everybody likes him but then I guess like they fuck up while portraying it well on the screen because he's not lovable he just at times is just deeply annoying obnoxious yeah yes. I, I, even that that's the thing i think that's what they didn't get right that even a character who has 100 things that are completely in a sense unacceptable yeah. but yeah so i think um th- there is a bit of that but i mean one is i thought i i don't know if he makes a comeback in any of the later episodes i think chetan bhagat's uh, uh, guest appearance was very cute and very funny <laughs> i liked him you know so that and i think he did a very good job that expression on his face as he's driving like this was yeah, amazing I so i think one. chetan is there's an actor there i think he can act i mean let's hope he picks that up <laughs> instead okay. of all the writing no 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 uh, i don't mean i don't want to be mean i don't want to be mean no you can be mean that's fine uh yeah i thought uh, it was terrible uh, writing i just think that you know it's one of those things that there's something there 
but this is not it yeah yeah netflix has thrown a lot of money at the series like everything you look at it's very expensive production for sure mm-hmm. so what i thought was um so as you were saying right like what the millennials watch what the young generation watch and this is a show that is very clearly not designed for like 20 somethings like you have so much like you have so many older directors also pandering to the youth or making movies about young people all the time and a lot of th- times they like completely miss the mark like the ranveer singh movie that aditya chopra directed mm basically i think yeah yeah it, it it tries to be like a portrait of whatever youth is supposed to be but it is so terrible to watch so i feel like there is definitely scope for like like i can imagine somebody my parents age sitting down and you know actually watching this series and like sort of being interested in it mm-hmm. so i feel like the scope for like so if you're like a middle aged creator who has a script about like a domestic situation then i think you should probably go ahead with it because if it, the fact that it's made it to like the top 10 in 72 hours means that there is potential people do want to watch stories about yeah, i mean middle aged couples i i so. do think a lot of middle aged people will watch it but the the one thing that i thought was um was also a bit uh, you know wasted was uh, hardik mehta because he Who's, has he plays he's a director the... oh, okay okay so he has directed a film uh, called kamyab which he has also written and i love that film and you know if my generation it is this got this one character who mm-hmm. plays these you know sidey roles in films like he's right. one of those who's been playing and actually the guy they've cast is also mm-hmm. someone who you've seen a <laughs> lot of yeah and there's a lot of people from that kind of world who play mm-hmm. you know bc roles in yeah. film It is an amazing film. It is so well written. It is so well performed. It is so well directed. I was blown away. I had never heard of it, and I saw it on Netflix. And in fact, I interviewed him after that. And he's also one of the writers of Patal Lok, which I thought oh, is okay, one of the okay. good, most good amazingly series, yeah. well written. So I think with Hardik there, you know, I I don't know whether he could have got involved with the writing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know whether this is not you know his primary space because this primary English and maybe mm-hmm. Hardik's primary you know mm-hmm. his dialogue is Hindi. So I think someone like Hardik would have elevated it. So I'm if he had one, more control, I hope. I'm, or I'm wondering if Hardik hadn't been there, what it would look like. <laughs> so you know, uh, I, I think he Hardik also was the writer of Trapped. Oh, uh, interesting movie. And he directed a film called Ruhi, which I haven't seen, but uh, it's a it's a horror film. Yes, Anushka Sharma. I will check. Let me see your GK and. मंबलकोर you're so mumblecore you're just not with it you're mumblecore mumblecore rap mumblecore rap yeah peri peri okay fine so jude has just solved peri but he did uh, but but he took the help of a lifeline he did fastest <laughs> finger <Googled> first <laughs> with google so nanika anything else you want to add uh, to our wisdom knowledge information insight uh self awareness that we should be aware of <laughs> uh, please now that you are here to tell us and our audience um 
I'll ask a question. What is your favorite movie that you watched this year? This year? Yes. Now the theaters <clears throat> have opened up. Now that's what opened up? Theaters. Well, I just watched three films in theaters this year. I watched that James Bond film. Then I watched uh, Jude. Which one did I watch? Me and Rashmi watched it together only. In fact, and we reviewed it also. It was a Hindi film. Or was it an English film? I don't recall. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. I I'll, I'll just. But this year, I've only watched three films in the th- cinema, and for me, cinema is the experience. So, um, Jude is trying to figure out which film I watched earlier this year, out of the three that I did watch in the cinema. Uh, but uh, otherwise, I think it's so hard for me to tell you which my favorite film this year was. Uh, I I would okay. I, it wasn't a film, but was it this year? The chess player girl. What was her name? Queen's Gambit. No, that was last year. That was last year. Okay, this year. But knowing me, I probably watched it this year. Yeah. <laughs> so the girl in Queen's Gambit, um, Anya Taylor Joy, very beautiful, a uh, very doll-like face. She did a movie um, last night in Soho this year. Which is supposed to be horror, and I think it was a beautiful film. Like I'm glad I managed to catch it in the theater. I think it's my favorite movie that I watched this year. Um, so yeah, that was very good. But what do you think of Queen's Gambit? I haven't watched it. My dad watched it and he really liked it. I did not. Oh, you must watch it because talking about female characters that are interesting, she is such an interesting female character. And now there, she has. everything every you know characteristic about her every attribute about her is not likable you know she is self destructive she is uh, not nice to people she has known of, of of you know but they kind of you're kinder to her because her childhood was you know hard and disturbed but but she's frustrating to kind of watch and empathize with but yet you empathize with her so they've got that which i good think good storytelling yeah which they did not quite get with madhav's oh, yeah, character absolutely absolutely so, which also ha- happened with a lot of other uh, movies that we've reviewed on this yeah. but you know let me think about it and, and i'll get back to you which is my favorite yes. film yeah so last night and so i mean i'm just talking about it for like 2 minutes in case you need to fill time mm-hmm. um so yeah the story is essentially this girl moves to a big city london and she's like a small town girl and she suddenly starts having she moves into a room that was occupied by like a really young girl back in the 20s and she suddenly like you know starts having vision um like in her dreams she starts seeing that girl and how her life went and this was also a girl who moved to london and then got exploited even though she had big dream big dreams um so it was just like very interesting themes of like you know how there's that saying which is like horror as a genre belongs to women and just like um, oh i didn't even know what this it thing. was just like very random throw away i read it somewhere uh but it's just like you know how it belongs to women in what sense that only sense women, that women can really, pull it off no, only no, they no, watch no. it they like they have like a deep emotional connection to it the horror why cuz you know i mean like life is already difficult as a woman so maybe that's what it's supposed to mean oh, uh, but essentially i had a more sexist take on it <laughs> cuz jodels are ask... women is that no <laughs> okay no sorry you just cringe or shit no i did not i did not i've never heard of that but anyway hmm. uh no so yeah so you know like i don't like one of those secluded horror movies where like the horror movies playing out in a secluded jungle because i'm already scared but if it's happening she loves horror films she's, she keeps yeah, i love i love horror films as well uh, but like if it happens in a city which this story does so it's like that urban sense of horror where you're surrounded by people but everything is still scary which is very interesting and also like it mirrors like how women move to big cities and suddenly they're exposed to like 
having to live in hostile environments and not understanding how the city works. So I think that captured like that lonesomeness very well. Um, it's also a gorgeous movie to watch. Like the director has done excellent work with the colors. Last Dance of Soho. No, Last Night in Soho. Last Night in Soho. Like the, towards the end, the plot becomes a little pulpy, but it's still a very gorgeous movie to watch. So um, tell me your top three, four. Okay, not top. It's always difficult when someone says, tell me your top. But tell me three or four horror films that you really enjoyed. I think Last Night in Soho was good. Get Out was good. Oh, so that would qualify as horror? Get Out is horror, yes. Okay. And okay. I can't think of a third one. So you, you've but seen... But like the original Freddy Krueger. M. Night Shyamalan's first? Uh, Sixth Sense? Sixth Sense? I haven't. Okay. You haven't liked it or you haven't seen it? I haven't watched it? it. Okay. It's... Uh, that is horror, but I uh, really liked Sixth Sense. But it's mind horror, I suppose. Uh, but other than that... I mean, I, I don't know. So Get Out was horror, okay. In, the, in which case I liked Get Out. But uh, otherwise, I have just not... Like, what was three horror? I liked three, but it's not horror. It was comedy. Like Three is good. Yeah, three is interesting horror, but they've managed to mix like but comedy. But is it horror? It's, they don't, they're supposed not trying to scare to be, It's not you. supposed to be scary, but I think like that theme is just... It's not the central theme of the story. Yeah, I mean, they, just the, the short taking, the just the way the, the cinematic grammar is mm -hmm. not... To try to scare you. Yeah, so it, yeah. I guess they're not trying to go for horror, I guess. Probably. It's definitely not the central theme. I think just just trying to be like a funny story. Mm -hmm. um, but also 3 wasn't bad, I think, as an attempt. like I, I loved it. Yeah, it was a good movie. It was definitely a good movie. So, yeah, I mean, also the original Freddy Krueger stuff, like, you know, which is supposed Friday's to... Friday 13th. Yeah, yeah, things like that. It's supposed to be oh, actual <laughs> Yeah, I used to like watch them on TV late at night. Um, so yeah, those are also interesting because that's what horror is supposed to be. You have like a weird monster who's terrorizing a small town. Then we should have one where Rajshri and Nenaka talk about horror. So <laughs> we, we, we will call it the Masi Bhanji episode. <laughs> Rajshri's going to come back and kill me. Anyway, but uh, thank you for coming Nenaka. It's a pleasure having you and uh, the rest of you. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. While Rajshi wasn't here, we had a fantastic episode where we learned so much. Well, I had a very good time here. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Miss Nainika. <laughs> Thank you, Abhinandan. And it's a wrap. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.